Box Theater in the heart of downtown Moline, Illinois, the Ringo of the Quad Cities, It's All You Care to Eat, a comedy thingy podcast with your four thingies, Dave Bondi, Rick Davis, Jeff DeLeon, and Clay Sander, and their special guest, Jessica Nickel-White. Sit back, relax, and laugh for fuck's sake. And now, without further ado, here's your host from Chicago, Illinois, Mr. Patrick Brennan. Thank you, thank you, thank you, Tom Mickey. Thank you, Tom Mickey. And I know that that applause, you were saving it, and that was for everybody, and I appreciate it. Here we are again, ladies and gentlemen, in episode three. How excited we are. Tonight's program is sponsored in part by the good folks at the Establishment Theater, Rock Island, the Late Night Studio Series, and by Hook's Pub of Clinton, Iowa. So, without further ado... Uh, Patrick, 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 remember me. <clears throat> Why, looky here, folks. Right. It's comedy thingy's own Clay Sander. <laughs> what can I do for you, sir? Okay, well, if you recall, we were going to do the song. Oh, you that's did. right, that's right, that's right. The boys were, yeah, 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 they were kind bit. enough to do the thing we practiced, so... Uh, yeah. But we don't, look, it was just a request. We don't really no, need to do No, no, we want to hear this. That we just rehearsed it for crying out loud. And are you okay? Can we do yeah, What do you say? Come on, let's do that song, right? Ready? It's, it's not like we practiced it right before the taping or anything. Okay, here we go. This is, oh, okay. this is your song. Right. You write, this is great. Okay, all right, all right. let me get, all right, okay. Sweet little 16, sweet little 16, sweet little 16, when I had sex with you, that was criminal. All right, thank you very much, ladies and gentlemen. All right, now, that really means a lot, so let's get this car revved up and ready to go. Hit it! With supernatural powers not bestowed to humans, celestial mythical dynamism that crushes evil in one fell swoop, flying to wherever there is a cry of distress to whomever needs the strong, powerful arms of justice to free them from the shackles of evil will be the Idle Hornet. Young college student Jessica White, walking home from a late night class, is suddenly a victim of a vicious attack. Meanwhile, at the Halls of Injustice, our hero hears the damsel's cry and hearkens the triumphant hymn that springs him into action. Of the Idle Hornet. 
anyway, and now the cop skit. Go ahead. Okay, Jose, here's the deal. You tell us what you know about Ramon Ortega's murder and everything will be fine. Usted nos dice lo que Seba Sabra el asistiano de Ramon Ortega y todo estaría bien. Sí, sí, sí. Good. Uh, ask him if he knows what happened uh, at the house. Uh, Jose, uh, lo que pasa en la casa. Hamburguesas. Ramon, me trató de morar desesperado contra el techo de pasillo. Trató de morar en el lugar de pestilo de Juan Carlos y la disparó mientras corría del dormitorio. Well, what did he say? What? What did he just say? Oh, I. Did you hear the first word that he said? No, what do you mean? He said hamburguesas. So? Well, I'm. He started his sentence by saying hamburgers. I, I, I mean, I know he just kept talking, but I just couldn't stop thinking, why the fuck would a guy start a sentence just blurting out hamburgers? I mean, I just, honestly, I just stopped listening after that. I, 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 heard, him, I heard Juan Carlos, but I, I'm honestly not sure what he said. Are you serious right now? Yeah, shit, sorry. I mean, I just, he said hamburgers and it just threw me. I don't Christ's know sakes, Ray, come on, have him repeat it. Right, right, okay, my bad. I'll just, I'll just have him say it again. Dilo otra vez, por favor. Perdón? Just, could you, dilo otra vez, por favor. Hamburguesas, señor. Ramón de Metomo y Derma disparó against Cori de Pasillo de Decrota Martana en el lugar de su pistola. Juan Quisaro, Juan Carlos, disparó en el dormitorio. Oh, come on! I mean, who starts a sentence like that? What the fuck? You didn't listen to him again? What the fuck, Ray? Come on, for Christ's sakes! You're asking a guy about details about a fucking murder, and the first words out of his mouth are hamburgers, sir? I mean... Is this guy fucking with us? Ray, get him to tell it to you again, all right? I swear to God, I'm not okay, gonna... Okay, fine, fine, just back off. All right, all right. Jose, do not start this sentence by saying hamburgers, I swear to God. In I... Spanish, Ray. Right, 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 sorry, all right. Uh, no mencier hamburgueses es bien. Por supuesto. Okay, okay, then. Dilo otra vez, Jose. Um, steady, Ray. Burr. You don't you... <laughs> Fucking say it. Quesas. You fucking Back off. All right, let's let's just calm down, Ray. Step outside. But he won't stop. Just do it. I'll handle it from here. Toto cara, Jose. Toto cara. Chimichanga. Por qué hizo eso? This scene is yet another from the comedy thing Vault, dated 1953. For millions of Americans, this story would remain that of legend, for the man in charge that day was Mr. Rick L. McDonald, and the deputy questioning Jose was none other than Mr. Ray Kroc, founder of McDonald's. Yes, the Hamburglar was created and a franchise was born. The crime, however, remains unsolved. Nobody knows whatever happened to the burgled ham. But somebody somewhere had an Easter feast for the ages. Oh, and Jose was executed by lethal injection later that year. The end. Enjoying your tea, Dolores? Oh, yes, Thaddeus, I am. Thank you. It's simply wonderful. Splendid. I was afraid it might be a touch calescent. No, no, not at all. Well, then, if I may, when you're finished reading, I'd like to... Well, discuss something with you that, if I could be so bold. Oh, well, of course. I can certainly take a rest from this 
frivolousness. Uh, no, no, please. The last thing I want to do is to distract you from reading your novel. I find it one of the many delights in life. No, please. What is it, Thaddeus? Is there something on your mind? Uh, well, yes, there is indeed, Dolores. You see, I must say, I, I'm trying to find the words, but it's jolly well escaping me. Is there something wrong? No, far from it. Heavens no, I just, well, I guess you'll have to forgive this old Brit for being a, a bit fastidious upon delivery, but I've become rather fond of you, Dolores. Oh, my. Uh, please, pardon my boldness. It's not like me to be so forward, but I must say I find you rather fetching. Would you find it in your heart to consider taking up with an old fusspot like me? Thaddeus, I'm, I'm very flattered. I, I just don't know what to say. Say yes. Yes. Yes, I will. Oh, the heavenly choir in my soul is singing with the voices of a thousand angels, my dear. My heart is pounding with the delights of boundless joy and spirit, elation and wonder. God be praised that my zealous yearning has been reciprocated in due fashion. You've made my spirit as jubilant as a fat guy wolfing down a burrito. What the fuck did I... What did I just say? No, no. No um, matter. I, too, feel as wonderful and joyous as... A fat as... guy eating a burrito? What in the ever-loving shit is wrong with me? Oh, Thaddeus, please. I knew what you meant, and perhaps it wasn't quite as elegant as your previous utterance. I, I found it to be quite... May I start again? Oh, Oh, you don't need to, sweet Thaddeus. I'm not. No, no, no. See, I, I feel as though I've completely ruined that. Listen, go back and say, yes, yes, I will, okay? Um, are you serious? I'm afraid so. Please, I don't want our first expression of love to be sullied by my pedantic clumsiness. Please, it would mean a great deal to me. Thank you. Well, all right. Um, should I just uh, Oh, yes, start I will. Or... I'll, I'll lead you into it. Ready? Uh, okay. Say yes. Yes. Yes, I will. Zoons, your words have sent my heart soaring higher into heavens, pure elation and wonderment. My soul sings with the angels, my heart once tender and fragile, now strengthened by the firing of Cupid's arrow through it. Oh, sweet Dolores, I'm fisting a cow. Shit. <laughs> oh, my. Something is obviously wrong here. First... I'm talking about a fat guy eating Mexican food, and now I'm devolved into fist penetrating a bovine. It's disgusting. I'm so bloody sorry. I, I just get carried away. Well, let's just forget all that. I, I'm just so taken by your words, you know, the earlier words. I, I felt, well, I felt for some time now that you and I were growing One more time. I... Fine. Where should I start? Oh, yes, I'll lead you in. I'll get it right this time, I promise. Fine. Say yes. Yes. Excelsior! My mind is racing with the torrents of love and joy. Heaven is open the, and the choir of angels are enchanting me with their song. My spirit is bounding on high. My heart is... is full! Yes! Yes, I know! Why don't we just stop right there? That was perfect, That is a memory that I'll never forget. Thank you. Thank you for saving me from a further mistake of verbosity. Shall we celebrate? Indeed. We ended on a much better note, didn't we? <laughs> yes. This one will be in my memory forever, sweet Thaddeus. <laughs> one more time. Sure. <laughs> if you're writing a sketch and you've got a good start, but you don't know how to make an ending, just put in a fart. This message brought to you by the Marching Society of Gastroenterologists, as for Dr. Sondheim. <laughs>
Comedy thingy takes you now to Jerusalem, 1 BC, the law office of Ivan Reinhardt, defense attorney. Hello, Mr. Christ, is it? Yeah. Jesus. Hi, I'm Ivan Reinhardt. I've been assigned your court. Nice to meet you. Oh, it's a pleasure to meet you as well. Oh, boy, you don't sound so good. Is that a cold? Well, I've been beaten severely. I see. Anyway, the Sanhedrin wants to charge you with two counts of blasphemy under Article 2 of the Sadducee Penal Code. We've been ordered to in an arraignment. Now, in looking over your documents, you drew Judge Caiaphas. Uh, this man is a complete ball buster, but uh, I don't want you to worry, okay, Jesus? Uh, okay. According to these papers, um, did you actually say you were the son of God? I did. You did? Okay. That doesn't help us uh, with the blasphemy charge, but uh, anyway, we have a signed confession by a Mr. Judas Iscariot that you were guilty, and your friend Peter... He just denied he even knew you. I heard the cock crow. Language. <laughs> I'm joking, of course. Fuck him. Uh, <laughs> here's the issue as I see it. You come into town, you're revered as the king of the Jews, you pop off the Caiaphas, blah, 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 so forth and so forth. Now they're convinced that you are part of a conspiracy to overthrow the Roman government. What? I know, the fucking idiots. They claim you're going to rebel against Rome, and Caiaphas doesn't want that, so he requested a change of venue to go to Herod's jurisdiction. Oh, I understand wow. you've had a prior run-in with the Herods. Yeah, he, he tried to have me killed at birth. It goes way uh, Okay, back. it's okay. I'll rescind the request. Thank you. Now, I think you'll work with the miracles and what have you in your favor. Uh, you have no priors, and I'm going to stress the loaves and fishy thing, turning the water to wine. Uh, do you do parties? <laughs> I'm joking, of course. And the... Um, <laughs> The blind seeing, deaf hearing, etc. And wait, wait, you brought someone back from the dead? Yeah. Who was, who was that? Uh, Lazarus. Oh. oh. What is it? Oh, he's kind of a dick. <laughs> oh, hey, that's good. He owes me money. Oh, you're welcome. <laughs> I think we have a good case, even if, if it gets past arraignment, and I don't think it will. If it comes down to you and Barabbas, trust me, he'll hang, not you. Well, wait a minute. This is a bit of an obstacle. The prosecution has put up Beauregard Jefferson Davis as their attorney. Is he tough? Well, he's good with a jury and judge. He's a big, fat, sloppy, over-the-top, unrealistically stereotypical Southern lawyer. But don't worry. If there's one thing the Jews and Italians are known for, it's for being rational and not overreacting. <laughs> Later that night, the trial begins with lead prosecutor Beauregard Robert E. Lee Davis III. Ladies and gentlemen of the jury, I put it to you that this crime is so foul in nature that the very fabric of our lives will be stripped of all meaning. I'm nothing but a small-town attorney with humble credentials. Drove down from Damascus just for this here trial to be with you fine people today. Now, you may think of me as nothing more than a big, fat, sloppy, over-the-top, unrealistically stereotypical Southern lawyer. And you may question the authenticity of my mutton chops. And although I may be doing a horrible bastardization of Foghorn Leghorn, you listen to your heart. <laughs> although I have not set precedent with any of my arguments or proven beyond the shadow of a doubt that the defendant is guilty, I have pled my case loudly. So ask yourselves when you go into that deliberating chamber, which lawyer was louder? Well, you can bowl my weevil and corn my poem. You'll never be lonely because you're never alone. I say, away down south. I said, away down south. Your Honor, Your Honor, could Mr. Beauregard please stop singing miming suspenders and continue with an actual summation, please? Very well. I'm sorry, but I cannot apologize for who I am. I am a simple man like everyone else. I sit at home of an evening by a fireplace 
draped in nothing but a Confederate flag, sipping a mint and julep, and openly masturbating to a portrait of Jefferson Davis, just like everyone else. <laughs> I said, what is that beguiling fragrance? Is, I declare, is that the nostril intoxifying bouquet of juror number two? Objection, he's flirting with the jury. Sustained. Very well, very well. If it please the court, I'd like to call for a dickadoo. What's a dickadoo? Whatever a dicker wants. Yuck, 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 in a fiddle to the sketch rests. <laughs> And now, a friendly word from the good folks at Mondo Mart. Brian Jacobs talks about his favorite employee. Hi, I'm Brian Jacobs. When I took over as Mondo Mart store manager, I was introduced to an older gentleman named Grover Brussels. He was working in the warehouse, helping fill shipping orders. When I spent a little time back there, I realized just how well Grover got along with all of the coworkers, so I asked if he'd like to work a little out on the floor. I told Brian that I liked people, and I loved helping them out, so it was an easy decision. Grover is always there to greet you with a happy Hello. attitude and a million-dollar smile. He's head? never missed a day of work. I'm just trying to do my job the best I can. I like to work, and I like the people I work with. You know, Grover is always the first one here, and oftentimes he's the last one to leave. Sometimes, if I'm working late and I have to come in to open the next day, I'll just pull up a cot in the warehouse and stay overnight. You know, if he stays overnight, he'll send our security guards home and turn off the surveillance cameras. And, well, the store, as I see it, could not be in safer hands with Grover. Sometimes, after hours, I'll go to the home and garden section and set up a picnic party with the store mannequins where I act as if they are my friends. Grover has always been an example of the Mondo Mart spirit. You see that one? She's always looking at me like that. <laughs> Sometimes I'd like to throw it in her, and by throw it, I mean my erection, because I can make one. Grover's always willing to lend an extra helping hand. Sometimes, when I eat, I fart blood in the employee's stool. Now, if there's a spill, Grover will be there on the spot, even before the custodians. Janitors are busy cleaning up the leopard print shit pad, and I splat it on the back of the public toilet. That's why they call it public. And that's the Mondo March spirit. I'm going to kill Brian next week. <laughs> With the supernatural powers not bestowed to humans, celestial mythical dynamism that crushes evil in one fell swoop, flying to whoever there is a cry of distress, to whomever needs the strong, powerful arms of justice to free them from the shackles of evil, will be the Idle Hornet. Meanwhile, at the Hall of Apathy, I say, Idle Hornet, there's a bit of trouble in the city. Dare I say, you should be on your way. Indeed. Stop the theme song! No, no, stop, stop, no. Sir, remember Jessica White's funeral? Ah, yes, tragic. I'm glad we cut out those other five stanzas and took out the beatbox breakdown. 
Yes. Tell me, Manfred, where's the trouble? Sir, it's at 215 North Oakley. Which floor? The fifth floor, suite 501. Is there a gate? Yes. Do they buzz me up, or...? No, no, they're expecting you, sir. Is there a working elevator? I don't know, sir. Is there a staircase? I assume so. How many steps? I have no... How many steps? Need I remind you yet again, sir, you have the power of flight. Ah, right. Did you call Uber yet? Again, you can fly. fly. Jesus, I'm really bad at getting this stuff. Uh, are there any planes in the area? Sir, the airport is 20 miles away. Hot air balloons, birds, drones? None that I am aware of, sir. You really need to get going. Do we have any idea if I need a coat? It's brisk, but not overly cold, sir. So, light jacket. I would suggest the fleece, sir. I don't like fleece. Get the flak jacket out of storage. We gave that to Goodwill, Blast! Sir. I really think you should be on your way, sir. Yeah, start the theme music! No, please stop, no! Right, okay, here we go. Oh, wait. Sir? Now I have to pee. Well, I, I don't think you have time, sir. I, oh, excuse me, sir, a message is coming through. She's dead. Visitation is Tuesday at 10 a.m. at the Huntley Funeral Home. Aww. Should I wear my Burberry tie? Tune in next time for another procrastinating adventure of the Idle Hornet. All right, welcome to the Nature Program. Uh, tonight, it's my sincere pleasure to bring to you a wonderful interview. He's known as the world's foremost bird caller. Now, this is the first bird caller we've had on the program, but I'm really excited to have him show us stuff, right? So let's please welcome uh, bird caller extraordinaire, Hoggy Kergeckle. Hoggy! <laughs> <laughs> bird caller. Yes, sir, indeed. All right, well, tell me a little bit about bird calling. Well, please. it's not just calling birds. I, I actually speak to birds. Oh, you speak with birds. That, I didn't say that. I speak to birds. I have no idea what they're saying in response. I didn't, I'm not completely crazy. Right, indeed. I understand you claim to do over 2,000 different birds. 2012 now. I added a few this morning. <laughs> oh, well. The studio audience is dying to hear some of these bird calls. Could you um, start us off? Uh, sure, of course. Uh, let's start off with the common Minnesota tern from okay. the northern country. Oh, okay. <laughs> oh, okay. Well, I've actually never uh, heard a turn, but I'll take your word for it. No, huh? I, don't, I don't expect you to be an expert. <laughs> How about another one? Huh? Let's, 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 come on, come on. Let's try to just do another one. Come on. Uh, this next one is a brown speckled pygmy nutpecker. <laughs> <clears throat> that uh, <clears throat> sounds remarkably like the turn. They are related. <laughs> They're both winged creatures. So is a fly. It's the wings about, you know, I'm, yeah, yeah. I'm sorry, right. I'm sorry, you're, 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 you're the expert here. That's right. Could you give us one more, please? Sure. Just try another. Uh, this one is Old Paul Munson's Faithful Goose. <laughs> wow, um, Hoggy, these calls are sounding quite similar. Uh, maybe it's me. It is you. You uh, don't have a trained ear like I do. In fact, let's try something else. Uh, okay. This right. is the sound of a charming purple crested goat tit in an automatic car wash. Oh. Now, listen carefully and see if you can hear the sound of the car wash in the background. Drive forward. Oh. See, um, now see, that's ridiculous. Hoggy, I think, I think I'd like to hear the sound of a common crow. I think we oh. all know what a crow sounds, what? That's the one I don't do. What? Yeah, the crow. I, I can't get the pitch right. Fine. How about the owl? Everyone knows what an owl sounds like. It's like just one. All right. Well, go ahead. Very well, Mr. Skeptical. 
Hey. That sounds nothing like a fucking owl. That is dead no, 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 no. An owl goes hoo hoo. With supernatural powers not bestowed to humans, celestial mythical dynamism that crushes evil in one fell swoop, flying to wherever there is a cry of distress, to whomever needs the strong, powerful arms of justice to free them from the shackles of evil, will be the Idle Hornet. Meanwhile, at the Hall of Apathy, I say, Idle Hornet, there seems to be yet another time bomb at City Hall. There's really no time to lose, sir. Stop the theme music! Again, we cut that! Dane! All right. I just have a few questions. But you know where City Hall is, sir. You just went there to pay the water bill. Aha, yes. I'll leave immediately. With haste! Excellent, sir. Best of luck. Thank you, Manfred. I'm on my way! Godspeed. I'll just need to stop at the 7-Eleven and gas up the Hornet-mobile. Jesus, he forgot to fill it up this morning. Don't worry, 7-Eleven is faster than a speeding locomotive! Moments later at the 7-Eleven... It's not working! Swipe your credit card again! I did! It's not working! Put the horse back on the pump! Huh? Just put it back on the pump and I'll restart it! Put it back in? No, put it back on the pump so I can restart it! It's I, stuck! I don't need a car no, wash, so just... No, a car wash! Just put it back on the pump so it'll start over! I better come in! Christ! <laughs> now, what were you saying? Put the hose back on the pump and it will reboot the system and restart. Then you can put in the card and start over. Ah, got it. I'll do that. Great. While I'm here, I might as well grab a big gulp. You can just wait a second. I need to change the filter. Well, I'm kind of in a hurry. I see. Oh, my goodness. You know what? Take your time. Tune in next time for another procrastinating adventure of the Idle Hornet. gentlemen that is all we have got tonight so we want to thank charlie Kreider, our sound engineer over at awesome town studios in fulton illinois and in the black box theater here right in moline you guys are great your energy is astounding also a thank, big thanks to my bros ladies and gentlemen all right, as for the thingies, we want to give another thanks to Jessica Nickel White. Okay. And our own Captain Continuity, the rhetorical oracle, Tom Makey. Thanks, everyone. Until next time, this is all you care.